Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the About Last Night podcast. Adam Ray here. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't, do it right now. Click subscribe on the YouTube channel or on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. Appreciate all the support. Thank you for everyone that's coming out to all the shows, uh, even in Los Angeles. Um, it's great to meet so many ALN uh, fans and on the road. Uh, we had a blast at Mike Drop Comedy Club in San Diego last weekend. Thank you for coming out to that. Um, follow the podcast on Instagram at... ALN Podcast and ALN Podcast on Twitter. I'm at Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, today's a uh, very, <laughs> very fun episode. I got in full prosthetic to uh, to play a character called Bruce Robbins um, for uh, for some uh, potential TV stuff, and uh, and then I did some sets at the Comedy Store, which I'll be posting clips of that. I already have on my Instagram, and there'll be a, a longer version up on YouTube, so be on the lookout for that, but uh, I had Bruce uh, fill in and co-host, uh, sorry, host by himself, a solo episode of uh, ALN, and it was a fucking blast. Uh, Bruce, uh, who also works at the Comedy Store, uh, is uh, on the mic producing this show, and we had a lot of fun, covered a lot of topics, a lot of funny news stories. Um, it's great. It's a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to dig it. So please enjoy it and comment on the YouTube page, comment on iTunes and, uh, and of course subscribe rate and review five stars, do all the good stuff. It helps the pod grow, comment with your favorite parts on the YouTube page and, uh, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell an enemy. It all helps. Um, tour dates, adamraycomedy.com. Got a bunch coming up. So come out and see me. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'll be at the Improv in Pittsburgh, July 1st through the 3rd. Can't wait. Come out and see your boy in Pittsburgh, July 7th through the 10th. Back in Vegas, baby, uh, at the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana, July 7th through the 10th. And then, of course, closing uh, July out strong with, uh, oof, I just love it. I love it in La Jolla, California. Uh, The end of July, the 29th, I believe, through August 1st at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. San Diego, California. And please check out my uh, YouTube special, Adam Ray Live from the Punchline in San Francisco. That's on my YouTube channel. Go get that. Enjoy it. Share it. All the tour dates at AdamRayComedy.com. All the merch at AdamRayComedy.com. Get yourself a Pickles. Taught myself how to shimmy hoodie. And Seattle, come out and see me June 26th at Climate Pledge Arena for the Champions of Change celebrity basketball game. Holy shit. Richard Sherman, Doug Baldwin, Jermaine Curse, myself, Jamal Crawford, Isaiah Thomas, Joel McHale, and Kevin Calabro are commentating. Sue Bird, Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, and Marshawn Lynch are coaches. It's going to be fucking nuts. All put together by Cliff Averill, Seahawks legend. All for a great cause, his charity, Champions of Change. So get your tickets June 26th, 3 p.m., Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. Cliff Averill is actually going to be on the podcast in a few weeks. Tons of great episodes coming up. 
We got Gene Smart from Hacks, Adam Devine. We've got uh, Taylor Tomlinson, uh, John Renitsky, a lot of big dogs coming through the pod. So make sure, again, that you are subscribed. And now that all that shit's out of the way, enjoy today's special episode of the About Last Night podcast, fully improvised, fully Bruce. It's Bruce Robbins, baby. Let's get it. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. I love that song, but I love a lot of songs because, well, first of all, hi guys, me, uh, Bruce Robbins here, no relation to Baskin Robbins or Carol Baskin for that matter, but uh, I am a third cousin of Tony Robbins, heard of him, he's got uh, one of the most popular self-help seminars, this side of Australia, this side of any continent uh, for that matter, but you know, we don't talk too much, I don't talk to much of my family, I just met my dad like a month ago, but... I digress. That's a story for another day. Today's show, first of all, I'm filling in for Adam Ray, comedian, actor, uh, bitch, little fucking piece of shit. I, you know, whatever. We we were friends in high school. We had two classes together, and I moved out to L.A., and I said, hey, I'm doing, I'm doing stuff, too. And he goes, oh, cool. Come to a show. And I was like, okay. So I came to a show, uh, but I left before he got... Uh, on stage because I had some stuff to attend to because my wife Kendra had the measles or mumps or or some pussy rash or some shit but so I went home and took care of that and then (laughs) you ever get pubes caught in your teeth raise your hand if you ever got pubes caught in your teeth keep that hand raised and raise your second hand if you've ever had a wet dream at night so there's all sorts of things that I do when I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth, I put on my deodorant, I do my creams, my ointments, my, my stretches, my yoga, uh, ert, not yoga, okay, I got some knee issues, but I love yogurt, raspberry, key lime pie, and boysenberry all together in the same bowl, because I don't discriminate when it comes to flavors, or people. Before Kendra, I used to mix and match all the time, I used to go down to Target and just pick me up a little something from the bakery aisle, wink, wink. And, uh, you know, just kind of live my life. But, you know, I'm settled down now. No kids yet. We're looking to adopt. We just don't know what kind of kid we want, whether we want tall or fat or Jew or black. But we'll figure it out because, you know, we got time. We just survived the pandemic. Shit, give us a fucking break. So Adam Wright can't be here. He's doing some fucking TV show bullshit. So um, I filled in because I told him I'm looking to start my own podcast. So maybe I could get a little... Uh, uh, repetition some exercise some you know flex the muscle a little bit and 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 fill in for you so here i am that's my friend producer bruce off to the side say hi bruce 
hey, other Bruce, how's it going? That's enough. But I think that every every day is a challenge. Every day is a blessing. Okay, COVID made us realize, oh, shit, there's a lot that we don't know about ourselves or the world for that matter. There's a fucking bat. Somebody fucked a bat. And that's how we... There's bat. There's people who fuck bat. I got friends who like, you know, suck toes and, you know, uh, like to horseback ride and, you know, you know, will go to the zoo and like, you know, try to wait for the baboons to masturbate, you know, and just weird fetishes and hobbies. But, you know, fucking a bat. That's even Batman wouldn't fuck a bat. And he is a bat. <laughs> Well, George Clooney, that bat would fuck George Clooney. George Clooney wouldn't fuck that bat. You know what I'm saying? Because George Clooney only has sex who he wants to with. But the bat, I feel like is, you know, you all look the same. So you got, you know, you're, no one's looking to fuck you. So you got to take what you can get. But somebody did and brought it over here and boom, COVID. But, you know, that's COVID for you. So there's, um. A little bit about me before we get into the news story, because I think today's show is going to be all about news. What's happening, what didn't happen, what could happen, and what's happening. I'm interested in what's happening now, not just with you, but with myself. So, again, like I said, I came out here to L.A. to, you know, be a real estate agent because the market out here is is fucking bonanza bonkers. It's just fucking bubblegum and yo-yo tricks, and everyone's all like, oh, you can get a two-bedroom for $15 million. I'm like, suck my dick and my twat. But, you know, you just have to be on the lookout and find the right space for you. Uh, do you want a backyard? Check. Do you want a pool? Check. Do you want one of those uh, bubble boy uh, cages that you can put a person in if you're into that stuff? If you're into putting people in bubble cages? Check. Do you want like a hibachi grill? Check. Do you want to live by the freeway? No, but maybe you do. Check. Do you want to live near a good school so your dumb fucking kid you know, who, who always eats Elmer's glue can get in anyway because you got a good job and you can pay for him to get in regardless of how fucking dumb he is. Check. So, you know, you got to find one because it's good for you. But, you know, real estate was overwhelming. It was too much. I couldn't deal with it. The hours were long. I was too fucked up. I had a pill problem. But so now I'm cleaned up. I'm out of that. I'm back to, you know, back to good as Matchbox 20 says. Back to, you know, however that song goes. But I'm, I'm feeling it now. I'm, I'm jiving. I'm back into my groove. LA is full of just fucking hobos and bitches and and sluts, right? Every time I go to the grocery store between two and eight p.m., you see just little people buying fucking you know beef jerky sticks and you know just fucking three hundred pound fat orthodox people just you know looking for macaroni salad and dipping dots and they don't even sell dipping dots at the grocery store anymore <laughs> because dipping dots are a theme park only treat you got to go up to universal studios hollywood and get on that fucking trek ride and let him fucking come all over your teeth if you want to get some you know futuristic ice cream so that's it that's all that's about that's who i am so i came out here i got again i met my dad one month ago i've got a sister somewhere i think um cousins galore tony robbins hey but you know that's COVID for you it just kind of brought people together and took people apart and killed motherfuckers left and right but here we are pumping away doing our thing living our truth beating our drum stroking our egos and trying to figure out what the best way um what the best way to go about delivering news in a in a news-filled world is because i'm all about those funny news stories you know what i'm saying first of all let me gotta get out of the way these fucking uvaldi cops who the fuck are you you fucking don't you coward 
Even the cowardly line was like, yeah, yeah, you die. You guys got to get some fucking balls in your dicks because that was some bullshit. Almost an hour and 30 minutes before you went in while kids were getting shot up. What the fuck? And now Ted Cruz and all these fucking raccoon fucking pieces of shit are walking around going, get one door. One door for the school entrance? Yeah, that makes about as much sense as me, you know, putting a fruit roll-up up my ass and taking it out and giving it to a blind kid and saying, hey, suck on that for a minute and make a wish. You might find your dad. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. One door. It's a fire hazard, first of all, Ted Cruz. Fucking put your head together with your brain and think of some thoughts that make sense for once in your fucking life. His kids must hate him. You see you see that video of him at the restaurant, Bruce? Yes, I did. That's okay. That's enough. He was he was just so such a little shit. His kids were in the background too, just like, oh, that's dad. That's our dad, Ted Cruz. He's the man. I'm like, fuck you, twat. You're a little bitch yourself. That whole family's a piece of fucking shit. Ted Cruz. How dare you? Tom Cruise must be so offended he has to share the same last name as that guy. But I will go see Top Gun in the theaters. That is a movie where I'm, you know, because every little boy had a dream of fighting in a, uh, in a plane, right? Whether it was like Air Force One style or what was that movie of Nicolas Cage, Bruce? Uh, uh, Wind Talkers? No. Fuck. God damn it. What was it? It was the... Um, uh, with he's on the he's a con, con air. Con air, yeah. He was a con man in the air. Con air was the name of it. And anytime I see someone fight on a plane, I go, oh, I want to. That just looks exciting to me, and I want to be a part of that. But you, you know, you can't just fight on a plane these days. Well, you can, but you'll be on TMZ or you know Sky Mall. You know now they're putting mugshots of of crazies in Sky Mall. They're like, don't look at that guy. Buy this toaster that'll you know guess your weight. But there's just so many people that are looking to get their 15 minutes of fame and I'm not one of them okay I'm trying to have a long-lasting career that's sustainable you know like a George Foreman grill that thing came along everyone was like who the fuck is George Foreman I thought he was Dunbox and is that the guy who bit that guy's ear off no that's Mike Tyson you're racist but you know Foreman was like well I'm done fighting but everyone loves chicken breasts so how can I use that to my advantage that I know people love chicken breasts? Well, how about I make a fucking grill and sell it to all these fatties, right? And I bought one. I bought two, if I'm being honest with you. Went to Costco, upgraded my membership, got myself two George Foreman grills, one for a gift, one for myself, ended up keeping both for myself and did not give my friend a gift. We don't talk no more, but that's her bit. That's her business. I just think that if... Tom Cruise wants to fight underwater. That's cool. If you want to fight on a plane, that's even cooler. You want to fly in that plane while it's flying, take my money. <laughs> take my fucking money. I'm seeing that movie 15 times in the theaters. IMAX. I'm paying extra for IMAX because I want that shit to be flying at me. I want to feel like that plane's about to take my fucking head off. Right, Bruce? Yes, sir. That's enough. I want, I want something... I mean, I want a lot of stuff. You know, this is one of those years where I made a I made a vision board, Bruce. You ever make a vision board? Uh, no, not yet. What's on your vision board if you can make one, Bruce? Uh, money, women, um, my meeting my dad like you met yours. Well, and guess what? Uh, spoiler alert: it was anticlimactic. Usually, I love my, myself a good climax, but god damn my dad was uh underwhelming to say the least he showed up in a fucking mesh shorts and a tank top he was like i just got done playing softball co-ed i was like jesus boring story table for one what the fuck dad i haven't seen you in fucking 38 years and you show up with that bullshit of a tail <laughs> i'd rather watch watch little red riding hood while on mushrooms 
That is a great idea. I have done that before. Any fairy tale nursery rhyme, Bernstein Bears book is better on drugs. Who said that? Me, just now. But, well, that's cool, Bruce. I hope you meet your dad someday. But, you know, moms are where it's at. Moms push you out of their fucking twats. Dads just make, dads just go, ugh. And then moms are like, I'll take care, I'll take it from here. So, okay, so Top Gun, I'm gonna go see that. That'll be good. One door, said Ted Cruz at the Vivaldi School. One door. These motherfuckers, I'll tell you one thing too. Arm the teachers. Get the fuck out of here. Arm the janitors if you want to arm anyone. These guys got nothing to lose. Most of them are ex-war bets, okay? They can fashion a gun out of a mop and some, you know, tie-dye t-shirts. Also, they know every combination on every locker. They know exactly how many flushes it takes on a toilet to overflow. Now, how to get a Doritos bag out of a jam vending machine. You know what I'm saying? They know. They know. Probably know who the who the, what kids are potential shooters because they get to know all these motherfuckers. You know that are at the school. But these teachers, they invest only so much, four or five hours a day. The kid that is troublesome, they kick him out. They say go off and run off into the jungle with Mowgli and the rest of the fucking Jungle Book, you know, cast. But but you know these janitors, they fucking make small talk with these kids by the lockers. You know they take them out of the lockers when they get shoved in, right? So. That's who, that's who I would arm if we're going to arm anyone. I had a teacher named Miss Robish in the third grade. She was hot. I invited her to one of my softball games. And she said no. She said, well, can I bring my, my boyfriend? I said, bitch, I don't know you had a fucking plus one. I just wanted you to show up and support me. And maybe you get turned on by seeing the way I swung the bat and played the field. But she, you know, she denied. And I respectfully accepted that because, hey, you know, I'm, I'm eight. She's 30. So... Already, that's probably, you know, Bad News Bears, the sequel, even Bearsier. But I just think that teachers don't know what the fuck to do with a gun. Miss Robish could barely handle, you know, the kid who was like mean to her in class, right? Todd, he would just be like, up yours, Miss Robish. And she'd be like, oh, oh, stop, please. How you can handle a gun, Miss Robish? You can put a, a, a rifle in Miss Robish's hands? Fuck that noise. But, you know, one door, one door, that's a solution. It's not the guns. It's not the guns. It's, hey, you know what? Even if the these conservative prick, Republican pussy-ass coward bitch, these motherfuckers, if they, you know, even if these school shooters were using, like, dildos, let's say they use dildos instead of guns, Bruce, they walk in there with a with a, with a with just a, a giant basket of dildos, and they walk in just beating these kids senseless, just, ew, smack dabby. And just beating these kids senseless to death. Just it's a it's a mass dildo death. These conservative Republicans would still say, Oh, these kids are watching too much porn. It they're watching too many ninja movies. It's not the dildos, it's the they're fucked up in the head. Where does it end? Where does it begin? I don't know. We're all gonna die someday, so just try to live it up and get some soup, right? <sighs> Stephanie Maddow. You know who Stephanie Maddow is, Bruce? No, uh, no, I do not. She's from 90 Day Fiance. She starts selling her farts in jars for uh, upwards of fifty to $60,000 a week. Fifty dollars to $60,000 a week! Farting, queefing, just oozing and pooping and drooling and dribbling right into these jars, wrapping them up, selling them to strangers, perverts, if you, if you will. And these guys are buying these jarred farts for fifty to sixty grand a week she'd make. And I got no judgment on that because shit, I, I would love, you know, I'm doing this for free. I filled in for for Adam Ray, and I, you know, I hope he Venmo's me something or at least gives me a free coupon to a car wash or something. So the fact that she's making, that she's farting into jars and selling them, and people are buying them is crazy. So so many jar farts. She actually got sick. She went to the hospital 
which duh, you know what I'm saying? You're pushing out so many toots and eating so many bean burritos, your body's just like, well, slow it down, bitch. But so she's okay, but she went to the hospital. I think they said she thought she was having a heart attack. You, they're like, you just got to build up a farts. You got so many farts in your butt, and they're not coming out, which is so funny. Imagine going to the hospital and you're like, I'm having a heart attack, and they're like, no, you actually just got a shit. I mean, that's that's funny. I don't care who you are. That's comedy right there. I don't care if you're Jim Gaffigan on a you know on a you know that's funny though. But and farts are always funny. I've always said this, and Bruce, you can back me up. Ever heard a fart not laughed? No, sir. Have you ever farted and not tried to smell it? No, I always smell it. Yeah, and I feel like your own fart's better than a stranger's fart, but, you know, even a stranger's fart, if I'm close enough, I'll definitely, like, lean over and go, well, what what did... Just because I feel like it's a quick way to get to know somebody. Everyone's always like, oh, get... Ask them what their, what their favorite place to travel is. Just smell their farts, and you know everything. <clears throat> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, and some of these energy drinks, by the way, are so carbonated that I just, although this one says it burns body fat. So I'm all about that. Accelerates metabolism, which that's just a fancy way of saying, you know, you're going to have some, you know, panic attacks and possibly some seizures. But, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. No carbohydrates. I'll take that. So Stephanie Maddow is now selling boob sweat. <laughs> so she, So people go, I love your farts. What else you got? And she goes, well, how about I just, you know, sweat. I'll, I'll 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 get my titties to sweat and then I'll I'll wring that shirt out and I'll sell you that too. You want some boob sweat? I got it for you. So you know, however you're making your money, do it. You know, if you ain't hurting nobody, I always say do it. You know, even those guys who uh, go out on the sidewalks. What do they? What do you call them? The guys that spin the signs, Bruce? Uh, the sign uh, sign signs. Uh, spinner. That's it. Spinner. They're out there working hard. It's hot as fuck, right? They're spinning those signs. Hey, come to this new deli. Hey, you want your eyebrows tweezed or your your pubes shaved? Or your you know, which by the way, I've never gone to a place to get my pubes shaved. I do that shit myself, pro bono. <laughs> but speaking of bono, if Bono, one you know, if he if you two finish up their tour tour and Bono was like, hey, I, I'll shave your pubes, Bruce. I'd be like, well. You know, I've never met you, but I know who you are. I, I find this odd that you're approaching me out of nowhere, Bono. But, you know, yeah, come on up. Can you use my razor? Because I'm a germ freak. And then, you know, just trim it into some sort of a tree, right? Because I feel like bush, tree, you know, it's the same family of forced characters. What else is going on? Oh, so here's a funny news story, Bruce. A woman, ever seen the band Metallica live? Uh, not live, no, on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen him on YouTube too. You got internet? Uh, not at home, but I no, I don't. So you stole somebody's Wi-Fi and watched Metallica YouTube videos at the library. So I think there's so many great concerts on YouTube, and Metallica I haven't seen live yet, but I want to. I want to see Coldplay live. I want to see Celine Dion again. Um, I saw Celine Dion once. I was I was on Molly, and I almost rushed the stage. I should have. It was when she was getting raised above, and she was singing, you know. 
my heart will go on and everybody was like crying and queefing and just you know it's just a uh, who's who of who gives a shit and everyone's just feeling the emotions right because it's a it's a powerful song because at the end you remember oh that's when jack was dying right rose fell asleep she was like bitch i'm tired we just jumped off a fucking boat you know it's 1920 and you know i'm just gonna jump onto this door that hopefully can carry myself and there was plenty of room, by the way. That's one thing why I hate Kate Winslet. I will never watch another Kate Winslet movie except for The Holiday. I love that movie. But other than The Holiday, Finding Neverland's good, too. She's great in that. She was also in that new HBO show, um, Thunder Dust or some shit, or m- the, 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 the Squire of Milftown or what? what is it? Um, the... The mayor of... The mayor of... The mayor of uh, Eastville. The mayor of Eastville. what I say? Uh, you said uh, The Jinx with Robert Durst, I thought. Yeah. Well, either way, it's a good show. The critics love it, and the critics are never wrong. <laughs> just ask Rotten Tomatoes, TMI. But I just think that there's... You know, she did she did one thing that I hated, which was letting Leo die. That's, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Excuse me? Have you seen Growing Pains? Show me that smile. Ooh, show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. We know we're near. We know we're near the end. The best is better to begin. You say you want to kill that guy? You want to kill the best part of that show Kirk Cameron, obviously, he lost his rocker. I know his sister is Candace Cameron, DJ from Full House, and she's cool. I like her. Kirk Cameron is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and I'm not talking about the good kind with that fucking rooster who's the mascot for them. That guy, he's cool. He's cuckoo, but he's cool. Kirk Cameron's is cuckoo like, I'm going to lock my doors and zip up my tent because this guy's trying to push his anti, you know, I think he said like, what did he say on Piers Morgan? He was like, take a pill if you want to get rid of your gay. I mean, who the fuck says that? That's crazier than Ted Cruz and his one-door philosophy. I got so many gay friends, and I just, I, I, I hate, I took offense to that. My wife, Kendra, she hurt, she hates Kirk Cameron. Don't get, don't bring up Kirk Cameron around my wife, Bruce. Yes, sir. She will, oh, she'll throw a knife at your head, and she'll, She'll do a uh, James Bond, uh, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme roundhouse kick right to your fucking taint and just say, good night and go to bed. Good luck. But, you know, that's just what it is, though. That's COVID for you. There's just so many things people are still trying to figure out, you know. And I don't know. I just think that I just think if you're going to a Metallica show and you're pregnant, what are you doing there? (laughs) What are you doing there? There's a woman, a news story, Bruce, a woman gave birth at a Metallica show. And I'm just trying to figure out why are you there when you got a baby inside you? You know that baby's coming out at any moment. Although maybe Metallica was the baby's favorite band, but how do you know that? Would you do 23 and Me or 23 and Baby? Right? How do you find out info about your baby before you've even had it? I think that's impossible if you ask most upstanding citizens, and I haven't. But anyway, that happened. What else happened? Oh, oh uh, here's a funny story. A woman was rescued by firefighters. You'll like this one, Bruce, because I know you spent a lot of time in the toilet. This woman was rescued by firefighters after falling in a toilet trying to get her phone. How many times, Bruce, have you been at the phone or been been on the phone at the toilet, standing up or sitting down, whichever way you pee or poo, and you drop your phone in and you go, Oh, oh God, I'm going in for it. Uh 
two times. That's enough. I think that if you don't go in for your phone, your phone doesn't mean much to you. If you don't, if you do go in for your phone, I get you. I get where you're coming from because our phone is our lives. I spend all my time, whether it's TikTok, Facebook, MySpace, it's coming back. Uh, you know, uh, Red Red Tube, YouTube, Red Porn, Pornhub, uh, Porn Porn, uh, Tubi Booby, uh, Black Stuff, Asian Milf, Latina dot com, uh, the Delta Airlines app. You know, I just there's so many different things on my phone that I need to access at all times. And if you if I can't get to it, I you know, two things to make me lose my shit on you. You call me you call me something I don't like, like a like a. I don't even want to say it, but I'll say it like a shit fuck or a, or you, you say something about my dad who I don't know, but I still defend him because he's family. You make fun of my favorite juice, which is Jamba. You make fun of my favorite uh, movie, okay, which is Dances with Wolves, Kevin Costner. I just want to be one of those wolves with Kevin just so I could say I dance with him, right? Because all those wolves, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous of those wolves, Bruce. They got to slow dance with Kevin Costner. I haven't seen the movie, but I'm assuming that's what it's about. So you want to piss me off, you do one of those said things. But shit, you drop your phone in the toilet, you're going in for it. And this woman did, she fell so far into that motherfucking toilet. Firefighters had to come. I don't know how she called the firefighters. They must have just been in the bathroom with her, perverts, right? Firefighters, by the way, now we know what restroom they use, okay? I know we got these all-gender restrooms, which I'm here for, but firefighters... You're supposed to use the one that is a, that applies to you, and now you're going into the women's restroom. Unless they were women firefighters, it didn't it didn't specify. So we don't know. I guess I should have read more of the story, but you know, either way, needless to say, she went in and got her phone, and um, and so it's got a happy ending. But Bruce, if you had poo in the toilet and you drop the phone in, would you just leave it and let it be and get a new phone and go right in? Uh, I would call the firefighters myself. I wouldn't go in after it. I'd call them to get it like a cat in a tree. Yeah, well, because firefighters have rescued so many cats. I don't know why. Who started that rumor? Who's the first one that was like, if you if your cat, if your pussy climbs up a an elm tree, call a firefighter. Who? Because, oh, you know, we clearly know that, you know, if a school gets shot up, don't call the cops. Jesus fucking Christ. But if your cat gets stuck in a tree, call firefighter. Why don't we call these firefighters to come to school? The speed in which they get down these fucking cats. I would love that response time at a school. And I know some of you are like, oh, you're speaking to mind. You're saying too much. You're going to get canceled. This is my first time on this show, bitch. A Florida man was arrested. This is good. After stealing a crossbow by stuffing it down his pants. Hashtag Florida. Hashtag Florida. What else can you say, Bruce? Not much. I think that sums it all up. I mean, first of all, the fact that you want a crossbow and you're not Joe Rogan, and then you want to steal a crossbow. Joe Rogan can afford a crossbow. If Joe Rogan's friend wants a crossbow, he's buying him a crossbow. He's gifting him a crossbow. If you can't afford a crossbow, then you don't deserve to have a crossbow. Does that make sense? I think if you want a crossbow and you're not Joe Rogan or Robin Hood the fuck are you doing <laughs> what the fuck are you doing but you know that's COVID for you and let's be honest about one thing Bruce I've stuffed a lot of things in my pants for you know certain theme parties one time I dressed up as Aladdin and Jafar for my nephew's birthday I was Aladdin for the first hour and then Jafar for about seven minutes and then 
you know, the goatee was falling off and the kids got scared. So I went back to Aladdin. But I stepped a lot of stuff in my pants for that character because I commit to the role. But, you know, I can't imagine putting a crossbow. Yeah, and what's your excuse for that? Bruce, you be the TSA agent and I'll be the guy with the crossbow. Ready? I'm going through security. Uh, uh, empty your bags, all electronics out. Sure, uh, sure, sure. Uh, what about uh, an iPad? Uh, iPad, no, needs to be in his own uh, own basket. Okay, well, there's not enough baskets. You guys need to, you're, you know, you need to replenish the basket situation. Sir, Air- I don't tell you how to do your job. Oh, I don't like your fucking attitude right well, now. Well, who are you going to call? Uh, what is that? In, what is in your pants? But nothing. All right, you're going to have to step over to this side. See well, I said it's nothing, though. You're, you have to respect my right and my choice to not uh, want to step over to the side. Uh, we actually don't have any rules that we are allowed to do whatever we want. Excuse me, sir. I'm trying to get to Omaha, Nebraska for some uh, knife festival. Okay, well, you're going to have to come over here to this uh, side room. and you're gonna, is that Sure, a, let go of me. Ow, sir. Is this a crossbow in your pants? And what if it is? You're gonna. It's we, now we have to add it to that big list on the wall because this is the first time we've actually ever seen this. Oh, so you're saying that I'm changing the trends? You're saying that I'm responsible for making stuff popular? You're saying that I'm bringing crossbows back the way that Justin Timberlake brought sexy back? I'll take that. Let go of me, by the way. Unless you want that crossbow on your hand, you want a little, you want a little crossbow blood? No, not particularly. And scene. So I think that there's so many things that you can do at the airport that don't involve bringing giant fucking Disney weapons. A crossbow. Who the fuck? Name one. I mean, look. School shooter comes up with a crossbow. Are we laughing or are we crying? Because that first call, school shooter's got a crossbow. My first thought is Nerf bow and arrow. Because, again, how do you get a crossbow if you're not Joe Rogan or Robin Hood? Next story. Music teacher plays a trombone to scare a bear away from school. Now, I've never liked a trombone. I think it's one of the worst instruments of all time. I, name one famous trombone player, Bruce. Uh, uh, exactly. Yeah. So this motherfucker got up on a stool or a desk or a, on top of somebody's shoulders and just started screaming at a bear, which, as we all know, is not the first thing you're supposed to do. You're supposed to play dead. You're supposed to start, like, you know, making bear noises or, you know, take your dick out, I think. I don't know. But either way, the bear doesn't respond to any of those moves. And then you go, okay, what's the next move? So this music teacher, Mr. Holland's Opus, we'll call him, stands up and just goes, bear, get away. I'm protecting these kids. And just starts farting away on that trombone. And that bear just goes, oh, I hate this instrument. I'm going to go back to my bear cubs or uh, back on the set of, you know, um, what's a bear movie, Bruce? Um, A bear movie is The Revenant. The Revenant, a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Well, we could have Revenant too if Kate Winslet didn't let Leo die. Right back to it. Everything comes full circle, Kate. You didn't think we were going to... Circle Kate, Circle K. Now, imagine if Kate Winslet ran a Circle K and she called it Circle Kate. And it was a competing gas station with better snacks, lower prices, more condoms, and less corn nuts. Because that's my one, my one qualm about Circle K. Every aisle's got corn nuts. Every aisle doesn't have like YooHoo or Nestle Quick Milk. Because a lot of people go, uh, Bruce, you shouldn't be drinking all that flavored milk. It's sugared. It's chemicaled up. Bitch, we're all drinking chemicals every day. Chemicals. Chemicals. Bruce got some chemicals on them. Everything's filled with chemicals. So what is a little bit more of strawberry milk going to do to me? Oh, I'm not going to live another year if I drink strawberry Nestle quick milk. I, first of all, 
I trust that rabbit. Name me a rabbit mascot for a snack that you don't trust. Trix Rabbit, trust him. Cooking for Cocoa Puffs Rooster, looks like a rabbit, trust him. Nestle Quick uh, Strawberry Milk Rabbit, trust him. Um, Bugs Bunny, trust him. And Bugs doesn't represent any sort of food per se, but, you know, I'll tell you this much, I started eating carrots when I saw Looney Tunes for the first time. Hey, what's up, Doc? I was like, well, what's up? What's up? What would you stuff on your pants there, Bugs? Is that a crossbow or are you just happy to see me? He's like, no, it's a carrot. So played a trombone and the bear just freaked the fuck out. So now I know next time somebody tries to attack Kendra, which happens quite often because she's hot. She's a smoke show. I'm batting way out of my league. Guy Fieri met my wife, Kendra, at a, a charity auction one time, and I bought everything. I was just coming in there. I was fucked up. I drank four locos and 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 Plan B gummies, and I was just, you know, I was on every, you name it, I had it in my system, Bruce. Flintstone vitamins, in me. Diet Zima, in me. Fresca, in me. Every Snapple flavor and Starburst, mix them together, put them in a blender, shot them in my cock, and, and I was at this, I was fucked up. I bought a painting, you're supposed to buy paintings at the end of the charity auction. I bought that shit right out of the gate. $350,000, boom, bought it, own it. So, you know, I think some guys, sometimes they prey on Kendra because they go, oh, her husband's fucked up. This guy's fucked up. He doesn't know who he is or where he came from. I'm going to go right to her. And Kendra, she wears provocative outfits. That's one thing I love about my wife is she likes to show off what God gave her. First time Kendra got a boob job. You want to see my impression of when Kendra came home with a boob job? Absolutely. Holy tits. Both of them upgraded. Bigger, better, softer. Somehow they got softer. Some women are born with hard titties, and I wanted them softened, but also upgraded. Almost like a frozen yogurt machine. You go, the lever's too, it's stuck, and the and the yogurt's coming out. doesn't even look like yogurt. I'm not going to say what it looks like, poop. So, so, you know, word of the wise, if you're a gentleman out there, and you want to get uh, in my face at a charity event, Make sure I'm fucked up because I will not be able to defend my wife. But if I am going to and I'm sober, I'm going to play a trombone right in your fucking grill and hopefully you'll just do what the bear did and scurry off. Can you imagine, Bruce, if that bear didn't scurry off and he grabbed that trombone and beat that music teacher and ate those kids? It'd be all over the news. That's enough. Uber released its sixth annual Lost and Found Index. Uber is always in the news. Uber's got this thing where they're like, we ain't Lyft. We ain't Subway. We don't do sandwiches. We don't touch kids, but we do. You know what we do as Uber? We're always, hey, you need a ride somewhere? I got you. That's Uber's slogan, Bruce. You need to go to Vegas right now, and you live in Des Moines, Iowa? I got you. So that's what they're great about. And I'm, you know, for a long time, I used to boycott Uber because, you know, many times my guys would not have gum or mints or cheese, you know. And I was just like, where am I? You know, one guy gave me all sport. And I was like, what is it, 1992? Do you work for Larry Bird? Get the fuck out of here. So I'm just trying to, you know, live my best life and get from point A to point D. And sometimes, you know, I find myself in predicaments or uh, conundrums. But Uber recently uh, has released their list of lost and found items. It's an index of lost and found items because people are always leaving shit. Bruce, what's the last thing you left in an Uber? Be honest. Um, one AirPod. That's what I'm saying, right? And what'd you do with the other one? 
uh, I brought it with me, and now I have to listen to the street and music at the same time. You got the street trying to battle with your uh, Billie Eilish just at the same time. See that? And that Uber driver, you know, that's on you. Shame on you. You should have called up Bruce. You should be like, hey, you left your AirPod, but he probably sold on the black market for like 1500 bucks and, a, and a, you know, some graham crackers. But I think that if you leave your shit and it doesn't get returned to you, that's on you. You got to care more about your personal belongings. But Uber, that being said, released its sixth annual. That means there's been five other lost and found lists of people just being too fucked up or being fucking morons and just leaving their bullshit, right? Here's some of the items, Bruce. You're never going to believe this, right? Some of the most unique items reported lost by passengers include tater tots. That's funny. Fingernail. I've been there. My grandma's teeth. What the fuck? 500 grams of caviar. Fancy. A pizza costume. Now that is funny. That means they were fucking. That means somebody showed up in an Uber dressed as a pizza, took it off, fucked somebody or got fucked, and then left the pizza costume and got out buck naked. Insanity. A painting of a moose was left. A Billy Eilish ukulele. Remember Billy Eilish from earlier when I said it? An employee of the month plaque. Now I would want to know what from what from where did you get that employee of the month plaque? Because if you employee of the month at Olive Garden, that's a coveted position. They don't give those out to just any old hoo-ha. You know, you gotta you gotta earn that. You gotta have like the best breadstick delivery saying, right? Like, hey, I brought you guys more breadsticks. Guess what? If you want more after this. You can keep getting them because we don't fucking run out, baby. We got breadsticks for days for the Olive Garden. Suck our dicks. Maybe that guy was fun and funny and charismatic and they gave him the employee of the month plaque and that's a coveted plaque. You can't just buy that on the internet or maybe you can. But if you leave that behind, you obviously don't care about your job or your achievements and that's fine. A Bernie Sanders fanny pack. I, I own one of those. A crotchet strawberry. Don't know what that is. A bucket of slime, Nickelodeon style. A brown tortoise, euphemism. A ball gag, a ball gag. Now, a ball gag, if you leave a ball gag, I wonder if that ball gag was with the pizza guy, but they just didn't, they separated those items. And a stethoscope, which is only for doctors or people dressed as pizzas that are looking to, you know, penetrate other pizzas. Do you think the guy who fucked in the pizza suit was fucking somebody also in a pizza suit, Bruce? Um, Maybe a salad or a, even a breadstick, but. Yeah, that's enough. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think if I was going to dress up as any food and go to a food-themed party, it'd probably be like a... Pizza's a good choice. Maybe like a hot dog I've seen, but, you know, that's that's so... That's, we've seen that. Maybe like... Of course, you know, my mind goes right to Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory and Violet Beauregard dressed as a giant fucking blueberry. Well, not dressed as. She came as Violet, and then she stole one of Wonka's gums... Not out of, not his mouth, his his chewable uh, bubble uh, treat, and she fucking just gained like nine hundred pounds. My nine hundred pound life, my nine hundred pound blueberry life. I'd watch that on TLC. Cause I've tried to watch my six hundred pound life, Bruce, and it is sad. It is sad. I've watched those conjoined twins try to date. That is sad. Cause they're just both this. They're they're trying to date one guy, and he's like, you know, which one do I kiss? You know, which one do you want to hold hands? Are you sharing the same vagina? You know, like, it's just, there's a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. It's sad. My 600-pound life is sad. My 700-pound life will be sad. I would watch my 600-pound blueberry life, though. Because at least, at least it's funny. You know, funny, sad, trumps, and I hate that word, trump. 
But funny sad trumps blueberry sad. Or funny Trump, what was I saying? Uh, you don't like to say Trump. That's enough. Funny sad trumps sad sad. My favorite Willy Wonka character was probably Mikey TV. That kid was spazzy but relatable because he showed up. I don't like that he had his own guns. They were toy guns, and that's, you know, but some people might say, oh, he's got toy guns. Now he's going to be a shooter. Well, I had a super soaker, bitch, and I fucked with the mailman, and look at me. Look at me now. By the way, I fucked that mailman up, Bruce. Our mailman, Mr. Larson, would come through every day. So he would bring the energy of the cul-de-sac down. He was angry. He was rude. He was tall. He was dumb. He had all back zits. You could see his shirt was too tight. And, you know, he had good legs, though. I'll say that. I was always, as a kid, I aspired to have strong calves. I don't know why I thought that was such a sign of confidence, but I digress. <sighs> Cirque du Soleil's back in the news. They got a new show called Mad Apple. It's like a one night in New York City, which, yeah, last time I went to New York City, I ran into Aaron Carter in Times Square about 2 30 a.m., bump shoulders. Got some shots of Patron. Went to a strip club. Air guitared with one of the handicapped strippers. That was a treat. She wasn't on stage. She had to only, you know, she could. they don't have a ramp at the strip club, Bruce. So she had to just, you know, kind of, she had one leg and one arm. But there was opposites, right? And I got more respect for strippers that don't have everything. Because so many strippers these days are gifted with all their limbs. Imagine trying to be sexy with one leg. Imagine it for me, Bruce. Are you doing it? Yeah, it's hard. It's tough. But that's what I'm saying. That's COVID for you. Joe Biden. I'm Joe Biden is our president, right? We'll have another one in a couple years here. Who? Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? Papa John? President Papa John? I could see it. I ain't happy about it, Bruce, but I can see it. I just think that there's so many there's so many people out there that we don't even consider right now. The Rock maybe, Tom Hanks. Tom Selleck, you know, Aaron Brockovich, Sean Penn. I don't know. If I was president, I'll tell you what I'd do right now. I'd make I'd make I'd make Chuck E. Cheese mandatory. You know how sometimes like college makes like uniforms mandatory if you're going to like an all girls school or some, you know, sadistic goth community, you know, Bible study, you know, whorehouse. Haunted Mansion, right? They're like, wear this vest and wear these shorts and that's it. You're like, what about my new Jordans? They're like, you can wear the Vlade Divatses. And we're like, Jesus Christ, Pennsylvania is weird. But I think if I was president right now, I'd go, I'd go, I'd, I'd say Chuck E. Cheese is open every day from 2 a.m. to 7 p.m. Boom, done. Lock it, load it, shoot it. Shoot a, shoot a big cannon of fun at me which is what I would do every day at Chuck E. Cheese at midnight. We'd have we'd put a little person in a cannon and shoot them up in the air, and they'd land on a pizza, and whoever uh, whoever, whoever uh, was staying closest to the pizza got the pizza for free. You know, it's kind of the same way you go to a wedding and they throw the bouquet. The bride will go to all her loser single friends. She throws the bouquet behind. She goes, here you go, sluts. You know, if you catch it, maybe you'll find love. You know, you probably won't, though, because you haven't at this point. So that's, you know, I think you do that with Chuck E. Cheese. But you just need pizzazz. Chuck E. Cheese needs a, they need to re-up their image because they're just so, people think of Chuck E. Cheese, they go, oh, overpriced beer, shitty food, the band ain't real. <laughs> Let's get the Goo Goo Dolls or My Chemical Romance in there, not fucking, you know, 
Rizzo and the Rap Band or whoever the fuck's up there, you know, Jermaine Dupree and the fucking, you know, I, you know, they would be lucky to get Jermaine Dupree, but, you know, that's a bad example. I would love to go to Chuck E. Cheese and, and hear the the uh, animatronic rag go, and please welcome to the stage, you know, I don't do voices, but please welcome to the stage, you know, Jermaine Dupree. And I'm like, holy shit, the one Tuesday I go out, Jermaine Dupree's performing at Chuck E. Cheese. We got a few minutes left here, Bruce. How long have we been going for? Uh, so far, we have 43 minutes and nine seconds. God damn, I got 17 more minutes to fill. Well, it's, you know, look, there's so there's so much time in the day, but how you feel it is on you, right? I mean, Bruce, you even said before you came here to the show today, you were doing what? Uh, I was eating tacos. I was voting. Uh, what I the? Was, what, you're voting? Wait, are we picking a new president already? No, we're picking a new uh, mayor of Los Angeles. That's right. Like uh, Caruso's up for yeah, it. Rick Caruso's a guy. Rick Caruso's a guy. Well said, Bruce. Rick Caruso's a guy. That should be his campaign. I think I get text messages every other minute saying, fuck Rick Caruso and his fucking dumb face, right? Yeah, I get those. I send those too. What does he, maybe you're saying them to me. What does he want to do again? Uh, he wants to make it, uh, it illegal to exist and he wants to turn the whole city into the Grove or the Americana. He wants to do what now? He's He made the Grove and the Americana, the outdoor malls, and he wants the whole city to be the outdoor mall. Well, oh boy, I can't say I'm mad about that. No, it seems like a fine idea. So who's his competitor who wants not Grove? Uh, Karen Bass. She hates the mall. Well, probably because she you know, got her ears pierced at Claire's instead of a kiosk like a normal bitch. You can't be getting... Claire's, I'm telling you this much, Claire's, and no offense, Claire Danes, because I love Showtime. What was that show she did? Show, Showland? Showland? Yes. Homeland. Homeland. <laughs> Claire Danes, the shit. Claire, the store, the tits, and the bad kind of tits. Those fat, saggy ones you see on, you know, on infomercials with the woman when she's like, how much does it take to make the Alfredo? And he's like, you know, and, and there's always so much sexual tension on those infomercials, right? Here's a formula for a late night infomercial when they're selling food. You got some recently divorced dad who's in need of a W. Right, he needs a win. He's, and you got some woman who's, you know, she's smarter than she lets on. She's got a couple degrees from like nine different colleges. She was a mom at one point, which nobody does. You know, she juggles. Who cares? But she does it, and she's up there overly pushing the product and hopping it up. She's acting like she just got hit by a bus, but that helps because it helps to sell the product. And she's like, you know, and the guy starts off. He's like, Elaine, how long do you think it takes to make meatloaf? And she's like, I don't know, seven years. And he just looks at her like, no. Well, what if I told you it took you know, five minutes? And she goes, I'll blow you right here. I'll leave my family, Rick. And he's like, you're jumping to conclusions. Tone it down a notch. Put your shirt on. And then, you know, and then he goes, you know, well, what if I told you, you know, what if I told you I could make it in three minutes? And then she just starts blowing him right there. And those, and you know, but that's late night infomercials. That's remember HBO's Real Sex. These late night food infomercials have taken over for HBO's Real Sex. Now it's all, you know, it used to be, you know, a guy on the street, you know, be like, you know, hey, what's your favorite position? And he'd be like, man, I love doggy style, man. I love fucking from behind like a dog. And now, and now, is that your favorite position, Bruce? Uh, yeah, I, I like to do, the, do it like a dog. Do, doing it like a dog. And so now you replace that with infomercials where he's like, how much. 
you know, wood could woodchuck chuck a woodchuck could make meatloaf. And then she comes in and goes, I don't know, eight years, boom, bada boom. They cut to some old people being like, I didn't think I could ever make my own meatloaf. And I just did with the fucking, the oval bison, you know, the grill. And then they cut back to the guy and he's like, that's why you got to get yourself a grill. Otherwise you'll be like that old guy who's just, who's about to die without knowing he could cook for himself. Oh, uh, they're making a new um, Hocus Pocus. Did you hear about that? Uh, no, I didn't. Hocus Pocus 2, even Pocuser. Um, the whole cast is returning. Sarah Michelle Gellar and, uh, uh, you know, Mookie Betts or Bette Midler. Mookie Betts is on the Dodgers. My bad. Oh, this microphone is just like a like me in the shower when I think about, <laughs> think about taking my kids to school. I don't have kids, but the thought about even just taking a kid to school makes me just go, yep, boner down. Yeah, I don't know. I think a mall in every part of the country would be, well, we have malls everywhere. I think if you got a mall, if, if LA turns into one giant fucking mall, Grove, again, is it bad? Is it good? Pros and cons. Cons and pros. What do you love about the Grove, Bruce? And for those of you that don't know the Grove, the Grove is where Mario Lopez lives. It's, um, I don't know, how else do you say it? There's Cheesecake Factory, you got a market, you got a Nike store, you got Abercrombie and Fitch, which I still love. Oh, my God. I would love to go on 600-pound life and bring in a pair of Abercrombie shorts and go, if you stop being so fucking sad, you can fit in these shorts someday just to give them something to shoot for. But that being said, they uh, the people that make the Abercrombie clothes it ain't good. It ain't healthy. They do not get paid well. They do not get taken care of. They get breathed on real heavy. You know, it's like, you ever seen that show Phantasmic at Disneyland? And there's a big dragon at the end. He comes out and he's, and Mickey's like, and Mickey's fucking striking up a show and a, and a whole thing. And it's a, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's orgasmic, which I think is what, Oh, I just realized that. Disneyland's Fantasmic is a fantastic orgasm. It's orgasmic. It's a fantastic. I'm the guy at Disneyland pitching Fantasmic. Ready? Bruce, you be one of the employees, and I'm pitching it. No, you be the guy. You be Walt Disney. We brought him back from the dead. He's not uh, 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 anti-Semite anymore. Now he's just a guy in a suit, and he's looking to, to have a cool fireworks show with characters and dragons. Oh, hey, everyone. It's me, Walt Disney. I'm unfrozen, and I'm not anti-Semitic anymore. And today, Thank I'm, God. Today, I'm looking to find a great show. Here's our first guy. What do you What do you have? What's your name? Well, my name's Bruce Robbins. No relation to Carol Baskin or Baskin Robbins. But I think, I think there's a show waiting to happen that people would love to see that that treats people with, res- with respect, that features all the characters, too. Every Disneyland show is like just Goofy or just Minnie or just Donald. Get the whole fucking gang together. We know about all these characters. You know Chip and Dale hang out with other people, unless they're fucking anti-social recluses. But, you know, I think we put them all in a boat. You know, you, that thing comes out. Mickey does a whole thing. The dragon breathes some fire. And it and it's, a fan, it's fantastic, first of all. Any good show I've seen, I say it's fantastic. We're talking uh, Real Big Fish. I saw them in concert at Bumbershoot in Seattle, Washington, 1994, and they were they blew the fucking roof off the joint. And there was no roof to begin with, but, you know, I, I saw a roof being built in my mind. I was high on crystal meth, but they put a roof on, and then they blew it off because, you know, I think I'll have myself a beer. I think I'll have myself a whoa. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, everyone was playing with themselves. But that was the 90s. You could do whatever you want back there as long as you told someone you were doing it. So uh, it's a fantastic show. That's what this has to be. And it's orgasmic because any good orgasm should feel like a show. Fantastic, orgasmic. Let's put those things in the same room, see what they make. Fantastic. Sold. I'm Walt Disney, and I'm not anti-Semitic anymore, and I think that's a great idea. Hi, Sharks. Hi, Sharks. I'm pitching a show about, about a guy who brought Walt Disney back from the dead, got him to love Jews this time around, and got him to understand that you can't, you can't always get what you want. Who said that? Uh, the grateful... Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. You can't always get what you want. How's it going to be? Third Eye Blind's ahead of their time. I mean, they popped off in the 90s, obviously. How's it going to be was uh, the anthem for my life for so long because I was... I was bouncing around, not a military kid, but I pretty much was because, you know, I'd, I'd play Halo in every different city, constantly getting evicted. So I felt like a Marine, uh, the son of a Marine, right? Which, by the way, my favorite YouTube rabbit holes. Those YouTube videos where... The dad comes home early and he surprises the kid at school. And oh, I'm sitting there. If I'm just stoned enough and I'm already emotional because my Postmates canceled, I'm looking to cry, right? I order Slurpee and some Kit Kats and all of a sudden it just says can't be delivered. It's too late. 7-Eleven closed. I'm like, I know it's not closed, bitch. I live two feet from it. I'm just so fucking high. I can't move off the couch. That's why I want you to go get it for me, Ramon. I'm already, I'm already on edge, right? So... So when I see these videos of these kids that are at school and these dads come in dressed as like bobcats, I'm like, Caleb, that's not a bobcat. That's your father. Turn around, Caleb. You got two surprises waiting for you. A, your dad's early from my, back from early from Iraq, and now he's a fucking bobcat. You got a bobcat dad, Caleb, coming this fall on Fox starring Seth Green, bobcat dad. I'd watch that. I like those. I also like when the kids are colorblind and they find out what purple's about, right? They got some grandpa that's like, put on these goggles and let me introduce you to light green. And then the kid just fucking loses it. And I cry. I cry so hard. Oh, I'm an, I'm, I'm an emotional wreck when kids find out what colors are because that's just one of the simple pleasures of the world. Imagine taking a pee in a urinal at an airport and not knowing what color your pee was. Could be red. That's bad. Well, I think you'd be able to see red because that's just dark shaded pee. But if it's light, you know, sometimes you're dehydrated. red. You need like a, ca a, a, a Gatorade. Are we okay? What happened? Oh, good. Sometimes Bruce has so many different screens going, you know, and things will pop up and pop off. And speaking of popping off, I was at a, a birthday party last night, uh, Bruce. I, I, was, I should have invited you, but I didn't know I had a plus one. I actually had a plus 10. So now I feel bad. But my friend works at Snapchat. Shout out to Gabe. And uh, it was a Snapchat party. And Snapchat, by the way, is not all dick pics and, you know, fruity pebbles. It's now it's, you know. Oh, is someone accessing your screen right now, Bruce? Yeah, I'm not sure who. It's a little bit spooky, if you, to be completely honest. Dear God. You know, that's what we got to be on, on the lookout for, these guys that are hacking our computers and hacking our minds, right? It's not just cyber bullies and cyber robots and aliens and Bigfoot. It's, you know, everyone's coming after us. Government, how many times will you just say something like, oh, I would love, I would love a gummy bear. Next thing you know, you get an advertisement to buy a gummy bear chair. Haribo. 
Haribo. Well, Haribo, that's the only brand I fuck with. What's our time so far, Bruce? We got to be at like 55 minutes. Yeah, you're right on. We are at 54 minutes and 51 seconds. Get the fuck out of here. I was nine seconds away from just shitting myself for guessing the time right. Can you imagine being a, a magician and that's what your your trick is or your prize? <laughs> you got hired for a private party on a yacht in the Cayman Islands and they go, and, and you go, hey, kids, guess what time it is? And they guess it right and you go, as you're, congrats, now I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> You'd be the worst magician of all time. Everyone would be like, why couldn't we get David Copperfield? And the mom would be like, because I can't afford him. And he's in Vegas, you little shit. You want a yacht, we could have gone to Vegas for half the price. Hell, we fucking live there. Could have driven down the street, Darren. You name a kid Darren, you're asking for it, by the way. There's a couple of names for kids that are fine for adults, but you have to go through that stage of growing into that name, right? Darren. Dustin, ugh. Gary, you're naming a kid Gary, you might as well just put him in a body shop, paint a mustache on his face, and tell him to change somebody's oil. Gary. I met some. I met an eight-year-old kid. It was my friend, my friend Thomas. He's got a son named Gary. That's why I bring it up. And a dog named Frank. Hey, enough with the people names. Mix it up a little. That's why I love celebrities. You know, Jason Lee named his kid Flight Inspector. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow named her kid like Apple. Um, you know, uh, I th- Tom Hanks named his kid Chet, which makes me think of Chet's Mix, which I love. It's my favorite airplane snack. Ooh, I've been boarding too many flights stone these days, Bruce. I got to stop hitting the one hitter. My tolerance for pot is going way down. One hit, I even smell a bong. I just think about Beavis and Butthead. I'm just fucking, my eyes roll in the back of my head, and I just, good night and good luck. But, you know, when the when the door of the cockpit's open on the plane, that's not the pilot saying, hey, come on in and make it weird. But I'm always making small talk. I just pop my head in, and I'll go, hey, don't crash this, fellas. All right, have a good flight. Hope you got plenty of diet sprite on this this plane ride because I got cotton mouth, baby. And then I'll sit down in the middle seat in aisle 15, which is usually the exit row or the upgraded Comfort Plus, which, you know, Comfort Plus is not first class, which I didn't know. My travel agent, Janine, said, you're in first class. Next thing you know, I'm walking past first class. They shut the curtain like, don't you smell those cookies? You know, and I'm at, now I'm in the middle seat just, you know, grasping for air, reaching for the oxygen mask, which is behind me. I don't even get my own. I got to share with the fatty behind me with the oxygen tank. They should really ask people to fill out before they board the plane if they're willing to help in an emergency because I'm not. I'll say it point blank. Anytime that put me in the emergency exit aisle, she goes, excuse me. I go, honey, I'm going to save you a breath and save you a syllable. No thanks. Fuck that. Get out my face. Get your, get my safety uh, ask out your fucking mouth. Get my hero. You're trying to ask if I want to be a hero today? <laughs> I'm still drunk, lady. It's 10 a.m. I'm going I'm going on an airplane in the sky, bitch. You think I'm trying to save lives? I'm trying to live one. But you can't say that. You got to think that in your head because you're on a plane. You don't want to get kicked off or dragged off like that guy was who didn't want to wear his mask. Those mask bots are so funny, though. YouTube rabbit hole mask mask flight fights. Oh, so funny. So funny. Opposite of 600 pound life, which is sad. Mask Flight fights, oh, so fun. I think that should be a character on Street Fighter, Bruce. What do you think? 
Ryu versus a guy who got dragged off an American Airlines flight for not wearing his mask and wearing a MAGA hat. Absolutely. Who'd you take in a fight? Who would you take? Who would you put money on, Bruce? Ryu, Guile, or uh, or uh, Steve Steve Mason from Detroit, Michigan, boarding a United Airlines flight? Who said, I don't want to wear my mask. It's my goddamn right. COVID ain't real. MAGA till I die. Mike Pence is a cook. And Trump is my lord and savior. And Melania is hot. And Barron's a, you know, just an innocent bystander who I think has actually got something to offer but stays quiet because he's being paid to. Who would you take? I would go with that guy, especially if he was wearing camo shorts. Oh, camo shorts is a dead giveaway that this guy means business. He's he's probably packing heat. And I'm not talking about between his legs. Well, I am, but not a a. a a penis, I'm talking about a gun shaped like a penis, which is how you get it through security, right? None of this crossbow in your pants shit. You got a gun that's shaped like a penis, no one wants to pat you down. But that's COVID for you. What we have, Bruce? Uh, just about an hour. Great. Well, this has been fun. I hope Adam Ray lets me come back because I had a blast. Bruce, you were great. Hey, thanks, man. That's that enough. Nice to meet you. I just think that, you know, as we go through life, there's ups, there's downs, there's trials, there's tribulations. Be good to each other. Smile as much as possible. High five anyone. Okay, I've tried to high five strangers sometimes, and they they go no, no thanks, or they put their hand down, they walk the other way, or they look away from me, and I go, who who the fuck turns away a free high five? That's like going to the Olive Garden, and you go, we got bottomless breadsticks, and they go, we're good. You go, I don't think you heard me. We don't. We're not going to run out. Are you hitting a vape? Just a tiny little bit. Yeah, I like a little vape. I like a little. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll if I'm gonna paint a room, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take a little, take oh, what is it, dabs. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm trying to ease off the drugs because they fuck with your head, man. They fuck with your head, you know. I, and I don't know if you can guys can tell, but I've had my fourth nose job, my fourth nose job in six days, and I finally feel like we settled on a good one. So, carpe diem, you know, say la vie, ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it, and I am, and I hope you are too. This has been Bruce Robbins, no relation to Baskin, but I do enjoy all 31 flavors, even the 32nd flavor they don't tell you about. That's the Bed Bath & Beyond flavor you got to go in the back for, but you got to know somebody, and I do, Travis. What up? Shout out. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think I pulled a muscle, too, at one point. I turned. I don't, like I said, I don't stretch, so sitting here for too long. It's also this fucking Celsius, all these chemicals. Like I said, accelerates metabolism, a.k.a. gives you abdomen cramps. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Follow all Adam Ray's bullshit. Adam Ray, fuck, fuck him.com. Adam Ray, comedy.com, I think, for two or dates and Twitter handles and Instagram. Um, Bruce, where are you at on, on all the uh, stuff? Uh, at Bruce Gray, Bag Fries Podcast, Comedian Cinema Club. Oh, the Bag Fries. I've heard about that podcast, Bag Fries. And what do you guys talk about? Uh, it's just me and another fat guy being fat. Good night, everybody. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.